Straight Talk Uncut. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Tell Us Again. Back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. This is being recorded on April 5th, 2016. And the quote for this episode is by Bruce Lee. And it goes like this. To hell with circumstances, I create opportunities. Again, to hell with circumstances, I create opportunities. And again, that's by Bruce Lee. Now, we've all heard the, the saying of being a victim of circumstance. It's almost like a, a boilerplate excuse or a, a, a Trump excuse card that, um, that people can use at any time because we all can use that excuse. No matter, no matter who you are, no matter wh- wh- where you're from, we, every, everyone is born in, into this world with a, 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 a hand to be played. And some with a better hand than others. But uh, on the outside, you know, someone who's born into into royalty and born with a silver spoon in their mouth, you know, you, you may say, you know, looking looking on the outs on the outside looking in, you may you may think that man, it's it's just all there for them. Everything is just handed to them. But that that comes with its own problems. It comes with its own problem. It's it's like the the um I remember this story. I'm not sure if it's a story or if it's a scientific fact or, or what, but it's it's about how when a butterfly is is breaking out of that out of that cocoon, you know, when a when a uh, you know a, a little little caterpillar has been has been in the what is called the chrysalis, and you know it's finally ready to hatch into a, a butterfly, and I think it goes that if you if anything helps that butterfly, it, it won't survive because part of the process is to struggle. And to build strength in in those wings to fly, so it has to it has to force itself out of that crystallis on its own. And so you can you can say the same thing with people born into uh, born into riches, you know, born with that silver spoon in their mouth. Um, I mean, because it's that's really easy easy to gauge. Look at the fucking psychos <laughs> with money. Look at what psychos do. Not not all of them. And I'm I'm generalizing and I'm actually kind of poking fun, but look at look at the look at what kind of people a lot of them and I and I I can say a lot of them because we only see the ones that turned out to be straight up psychotic. <laughs> the the rich people that that turn, you know, uh that ends up being psychotic not you know not not just the people born rich but the the ones that are, are wealthy and i'm of course i'm i'm just you know i'm 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 being funny but um so you know it, it's easy to say and i've seen interviews i've read interviews of of uh you know celebrities in in uh people born into money and they have their own set of problems you know cuz everything is relative Everything is relative, so we can all say that it's not just you born into poverty, you born uh, in a you you born black, you born Hispanic, you born a minority. You know, it's not it's easy. That's the that's the easy card to play. You can say that. You know, this this didn't happen because I'm black, because I'm a woman, because I'm gay. 
you know that's the easy easy thing to uh to use but but listen to what bruce lee said he you know to hell with circumstances in this day and age especially especially opportunities you have to create them yourself you can't sit around and wait and for a long time you know i thought oh man i'm i'm doing the right thing i'm 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 doing what what sides you say you're supposed to do so am i is something old to me uh opportunities should be falling in my lap nope nope you gotta go out there and make them you gotta you gotta go out there and create them i mean there's i mean the the stuff the excuses i've used in the past for not doing something um is it, really just just lame and i'm here to tell you uh, a lot of it unfortunately it just comes with age you know a lot of that wisdom a lot of that learning a lot of figuring that shit out just comes with age but the earlier you learn it the better the more time you have to work on it um so so yeah that's 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 a quote i always come back to you know when i find myself making excuses you know waiting for some waiting for this waiting for that waiting for something wait just you know waiting on something to happen before you can do this before you can do that oh i gotta wait for this before i can do that like now even this morning i'm looking at you know i've been wanting to do prints i've been wanting to like put together like a catalog of printed images both from digital from uh digital images and from from uh film uh you know wet uh, dark room and i've been like looking at printers well i, I mean the the these these uh print houses these labs it's not all that expensive actually in the short term it's actually cheaper it's actually cheaper to you know get a few eight by tens a few eleven by fourteens print from from uh the company i use uh is pro dpi and uh, they actually just merged or been bought by uh what is it whcc so that's that's that was the last company i used to get a a print done and they did awesome work i i have a i don't have a expensive monitor i got a cheap ass monitor it's not color calibrated but that print that i shipped off to them uh, the file came back looking i exact i mean i was blown away how how exact the the color is it, I, I was i was just blown away and and i was on i was the only person in the house in my household actually understanding you know i even brought because the, the print was actually a gift to my wife and i showed her the the composite in in um the raw image on the monitor on my little cheap what is it aoc monitor it was a monitor that i got i had to get in on like emergency an emergency basis because my um my monitor went out and um so i just went to best buy and got like whatever the cheapest big uh cheapest and biggest monitor they had and um and i ended up paying like a hundred bucks for it or something like that and it's been working so i was like hey why you know let me let me just use this until i don't need it anymore and i got a little another little free monitor i got from my sister-in-law that i use as a secondary but um but yeah, you know, and I and I'm sitting here looking at looking for printers and stuff, and and I'm like, you know, if I want, if I really wanted to, to to build a catalog, I'll just ship some, get some prints printed, and uh, you know, 
and then in the meantime still look for a printer um so anyway so what's going on uh just got back from a a little short impromptu vacation you know just just went to florida for a little bit just to sort of uh relax if you can call it that because <laughs> we don't we don't do much relaxing um when we when we go on vacation, you know, we, we we play hard when we go on vacation. Um, we we close we pretty much closed out Bush Garden like three days. <laughs> three days. Uh, we didn't get to go to to the uh, beach. We usually go to a beach of some sort, um, but we didn't this year. It rained the day we had scheduled to go to. We were gonna go to like Clearwater Beach, uh, but it rained. And um. And so we didn't get to do that, but you know, let, let me uh, a little. Let me give you a little uh, our experience and how sometimes you just gotta roll with it, right? So our initial flight was supposed to leave out at 6 a.m. or 6:30 a.m. and um, we ended up missing that flight. Why? Because. I don't know if this is new or it's just something we never had to worry about. But if you're not, it, it, and we were flying out of DIA, out of Denver, we were flying on Frontier Airlines. And if you're not at the, if you're not checked in 45 minutes before uh, your plane take off, before your departure time, you're asked out. You are asked out. You're not getting on that plane. And you know. It, it, it makes sense, and, and it, it really, it really makes sense. But it, it, so, so that's that's not my gripe. My gripe is not that because we should have planned a little better. There's only one other time where we uh, we we like messed up the time, but we were able to get on our flight. I mean, we we literally, they literally had the had to open the gate back up so we can get on. That's how I mean, we were actually past the departure time but when we get and this this was southwest and this when we this when our adult my uh our kids were smaller so we had the whole strollers and all this shit car seats we you know we had to do that that whole thing and um but we got to the gate at southwest and they were waiting on us i was like yeah we we figured a family you know a family of five wouldn't wouldn't be not getting on so we we sort of held up for it and we were like that that's awesome that i mean that that was awesome service you know that was just like uh we 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 were just we were just pleased that they did that for us and but no not not with uh, not this time they were like we were like six minutes into the cutoff time six minutes not six minutes from departure six minutes into the the cutoff time and so we couldn't check in but but the, that wasn't that wasn't what pisses off. Me, matter of fact, my wife and I we didn't even we didn't even react with like hostility. We were just like this, the the girl the ticket the the ticket brought was just like um you you well you, it's too late you you she was just like nonchalant it's too late uh, you you can't can't get on and she she ended there so my wife was like. So is there like is there another flight? Can you like help us out? You know, it's like, bitch, can you fucking yeah? Okay, 
our, our bad. We missed the flight. Can you fucking do something for us? Can can you like help us out? You know, and, you know, like like what? You know, and, and so <laughs> and so um so she was like, well, the next one out is twelve, and we were like, oh, so we gotta wait about six hours. She like, no, midnight. I'm like, did this? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Now who who says that? Who 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 would just say? Like I mean, who would not do that on purpose? Like it was totally on purpose. Twelve, and then, you know, we're thinking, oh, we we hang out for six hours. No, midnight. I'm like, what? Why? I, I don't understand, man. I I really don't understand. Like that's I, I guess if you if you don't like your job or whatever. That's your thrill. That's that's your thrill. Anyway, so we were like, so we were like, oh midnight. So we were like, well, shit, we can go home or something. So, and at this time, I'm just frustrated. I'm tired, you know, like, um, because I, I usually, you know, sleep on a plane. So like the day before, I'm up getting everything done. I'm not really worrying about sleep. Uh, and we live about an hour and a half from the the airport. So it was like. Are we gonna drive an hour and a half? Go go home, then drive an hour and a half back. You know, drive through traffic and all that. And then we 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 were gonna do that, but then we remembered that there was a there was gonna be a snowstorm coming that same day. So we were like, oh shit, there's a there's a snowstorm coming. So we just we just went downstairs like by the baggage claim and just kind of sat down. And then my wife was like, you know what? Let me go see. If we can get another airline or something. So she goes up there, right? Same ticket booth, but there's a different person at the ticket booth. Totally different experience. Totally different experience. This guy was like, oh, you know, man, I'm sorry that happened. You know, real empathetic. Um, and, and that's something I work on, too. You know, I, I, I do work on trying to be empathetic. But I'm, I'm not like a... I'm not like... Like... <laughs> Like, I, my my thing is I don't. It's not that I like I, I don't like empathize with people. I don't I don't like doing the fake empathize. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like when, when like it's automatic. If somebody 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 family dies or something, it's automatic to say sorry for your loss. You know what I mean? Uh, it's 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 just like it's it's something to say, but. And it makes people feel better, but it, it to me it's just like, do, are you really sorry for that loss, or if it's just automatic? Anyway, but the difference is if when you when you in a service of environment, you 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 have to do that. Like that's part of your job. I know because I would I, I was I used to be in jobs like that where that was part of your damn training to empathize with the customer and, and blah you know this and that and. And I couldn't be in no position because I had trouble with the fake empathizing. I, you know, I, I couldn't just read the lines. I couldn't just say the words. You got to say it exactly like this. You know, I, I show it in a different way, and it just didn't work for me. Just just reading a script or, or whatever. But I would, you know, I would do something to show that. Oh, you know what? Let's try to figure this out. That's the part that matters to me. Let's let's figure it out. Even if she didn't empathize. Let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can, like, you know, try to, you know, make this not as fucking painful. 
You know, you missed your flight. That's shitty enough. Let's try to make it less shitty. That's the part I'm talking about. And this guy did it. You know, he we still ended up having to. Um, we we just ended up getting a hotel for, you know, for the rest of the time until our flight took off. So we we still didn't get on to midnight. You know, which was a red eye, but um, but he was able to extend our you know because that's we missed the whole day of vacation. You know what I mean? So, but he was able to get us on another flight um, to give us another day in Florida. You know, get us get us on a flight in Orlando. And so, and I was like, see, that is, but see, that's the takeaway. That's the stuff I try to take away and remember that experience. So when I'm on the other end of that, I, I can, I, you know, it's like, yeah, I remember when this shit happened to me. Let me, let me make this right. And I do that all the time. When I when I when people are not satisfied with a shirt, when they order a wrong size or something like that, even even when I was doing um, weddings and stuff, if somebody wasn't happy, the last thing I want is somebody to have something they don't they don't like or something they don't want, or to be unhappy. That doesn't do me any good. You know, if they pay and then they're not happy with the product, that still doesn't help me because they they're gonna bitch and complain to everybody they know they know. They're gonna they, even if they say they're happy, they still not gonna report all the positive stuff. So let alone if they're pissed off about service, you know what I mean? So, but I, I've I've never had a problem with that. Even when I was in real estate, one one thing I liked about that was this one mortgage broker that I worked with. Um, one thing I liked about this dude was he he, he knew that. Each sale wasn't the end all be all. It was it was the whole it was the big picture. So if we lost a little money on one sale, so fucking what? We got the customer happy. I mean we would we would, I remember we bought a furnace or we got a furnace repaired for a guy. Well why we, we haven't that's not our you know, that's not our thing to do to repair a furnace. But we did it. We it was it was a deal killer for the client and um and we just we just paid for the furnace. It was like you know, hey, you you pay half. The mortgage broker was like, you pay half, I pay half. I was like, cool. And on other deals, it was the same thing. It was like they didn't want to pay co pay closing costs. Uh, of course, we didn't just arbitrarily offer this. We we just made sure. Like, is there anything else that will kill the deal? Like, you know, we didn't want to be like, pay that and then that kill. Then you know, they come up with something else. We were and we were making sure they knew that. Yeah, we're gonna take care of this for you, uh, you know. But just so you know, if you ever if you ever go through this experience again, this is not standard. Don't expect like real estate agents and mortgage brokers to be paying your fees and shit. You know, we doing this because we we tr I, like when I got into real estate, I truly got into it. it, it you people, you, it, it's it's hard. It, you you can make money in real estate, but it's not like what people think so when i got into real estate it was truly because of the experiences my wife and i had when we were buying our first uh townhome that that was the reason and and we we got so fed up with real estate agents that we started doing research on our own we started looking at ourselves and when i started talking to real estate agents i was like they i'm like i i'm not a real estate agent this is before i had my license I had looked up enough laws and rules. It was like I knew I would ask questions that I knew the answer to just to see what they would answer. 
The same thing when I was when I became when I sold cars. When I was buying cars, I would I did enough research to know the questions to ask and to know what kind of answer I should be getting back from the the salesperson. And and that's how I vetted real estate. If they told me like if they didn't know and they told me something other than hey I don't know but I can find out, I would like fuck off. I'm not working with you. And if they you know try to sell me a line of of BS. Yeah, go find some find some other like sucker, you know, and um, and so that's why you know that's how I ended up with my real estate license. That was the last thing I thought I would do. End up with my real estate license, end up being a real estate broker. But it was it was something. It was necessary, you know, and, and that's what I did. And um, and 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 I I was able to help a lot of people. I never had anybody that was like. I would never work with you again. Of course, people don't trust real estate agents. That was that was my hardest thing, like getting past that trust thing. Because even though I know I'm on the up and up, they look at me. You know, first, especially when you first meet them, they look at you like a, um, you know, just this is another real estate agent. But I need a, an agent. And so, a lot of time when you when you go when you fly, you have all this negative. These, these stereotypes of, of you know, there used to be a reality show about how horrible flying is. But for the most part, we've had good experiences. That, matter of fact, that was like the first, like we, I mean, we've had overbooked planes to where they say, hey, your flight is overbooked. Um, we will upgrade you or do this. I mean, we even got, uh, we, we got one year, we got five, um, round trip tickets for free five of them and a hotel stay because they overbooked the flight and that was i can't remember what year it was but we we were getting ready to fly out and they made that announcement hey we overbooked but we offered five round trip tickets to anywhere in the continental u.s five round trip tickets and we'll put you up in a hotel for tonight and get you on a plane tomorrow we were like deal done so you know we and that was again that was southwest i I don't even know why we why we didn't fly southwest this time we've never had a bad experience with southwest uh but i know people who had so um but my whole point was yeah shit happens I, i i still don't understand why they overbook flights um and stuff like that but i'm sure they you know whatever but as long as they make it right. But in this case, this lady just didn't even try. She she just bitch didn't even try. And um and later, even after we I mean, we never like blamed the airline or anything because it, it was totally our fault. We I, I, I we didn't plan enough time for some reason. Um, you know, we, we we didn't blame anything. My wife and I was on the same same boat on that. We were like, Yeah, it was totally our fault. We we just couldn't figure out how the fuck we messed the time up like that? We thought we had more time than we did. So anyway, um, yeah, I could, you know, you could easily say, and I saw people, you know, on YouTube, you know, like leaving reviews about about that policy of the cutoff. But truthfully, <laughs> if you're not if you're not checked in um, forty five minutes before. Like, like if you're not, if you're not, your bags checked in four to five minutes before, especially if you're flying through DIA, because you got to take the, you know, just like other airports, you got to take the train to your, 
to your gate and all this. You got to go through security. Chances are you 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 cutting it close anyway. So I'm thinking that's why they have that at DIA. And that was the only airport I saw. They actually had a kiosk. Uh, I mean, not a kiosk, but a marquee, a scrolling sign marquee with that message on there. And I, I don't know if I just missed it before or is if it's new. And so, um, so, but when we were coming back from Orlando, we didn't see that. We didn't, we didn't see that message. I mean, but we, you know, we made sure we had enough time. We were there for like three hours before, and that's going to be our standard. Like whatever the minimum, the, 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 uh, whatever the, the start time for check-in, I think it's two hours before departure. That's our goal from now on to be at the airport, checked in two hours before and just hang out. So, so yeah, that was. I mean, but you know, we we had a good time. I was able to get some. Uh, I man, I I used the hell out of my Note Five. I took two point and shoot cameras. Didn't even didn't take any kind of DSLR. I just took two point and shoot film cameras, um, in my Note Five, and you know I'm I'm with especially with the the images. Of the, I mean, I, I can only see the ones on the Note Five. Um, man, the the, the camera on this phone is just. It's just remarkable, and I've never been a camera phone like type person. My my old phone I still use it is a Note Two, uh, and maybe you know that was on like an eight megapixel camera. It wasn't all that great. It was decent, you know, for its time, but it wasn't all that great. Um, but this this Note Five, I'm starting to see now, and I've never used an iPhone, so you know. I, I know people have been using, you know, doing whole projects and shit with, with iPhone cameras and stuff like that. I just recently heard of a comedian who recorded his whole hour stand-up with 10 iPhone cameras. Like, totally self, self-produced, self self um, you know, he got friends, he got audience members and stuff like that to to use those cameras and record. I'm like, that that's that's awesome. You know, with no sort of company behind them, no, just all iPhone. I'm not sure how it came out, but he said it came out pretty good. Um, but you know, I, and I didn't just stick with the just the camera. I used some of the other features, the panoramic features, which is awesome. I used the uh, um, the the it has this, and I think other Galaxy models have this same feature where you can do like this. It's like a virtual 3D type thing and in slow motion and fast motion and all that so i messed around with a, a lot of that a lot of that stuff and um, i'm 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 really seeing i'm really understanding the whole thing <laughs> behind like these these newer smaller format mirrorless cameras that's going back to like the ret- you know some of them going back to like looking like the retro cameras uh, like the fuji whatever xt 100 you know whatever uh, you know, first I was like, especially like the Sony Artisan and all these other like, like what what is it? The Nikon, whatever, and the X shooters and, and all these names that these companies are giving to people that that are ambassadors for their for their gear. You know, I I, I never buy into that shit because I'm like, well, of course you're gonna have not if you're in an, an ambassador for a brand. Of course, you're gonna have nothing but good shit to say about him, and um, there's only one one guy that I saw who he was shooting with. It, it was an Olympus. I can't remember what Olympus pen maybe. He had been shooting 
with with these cameras well before they had this like ambassador program and he was like yeah i mean just like now i sh i've been shooting my first my first slr was a pentax i have two vintage uh pentax point shoots i have a pentax k3 and the next camera if, if i get a new new camera it would be a k1 a am i a fanboy no that i i just first of all the price point is on point for what you get for the quality and and and, and that's how i know because i've used canons I've, I've i've messed around with nikon and for me it it, it doesn't I, i've always been like budget conscious i've never been one to go spend a bunch of money on some shit for a name ne ever never that's why i've never owned like an apple anything uh, or, or mac um not even not even on sale you know f like computers or anything for the most part i've I've built my the best computers i've had i built the one the computer i have now i built myself and um but i've never been like a fanboy uh, you know a brand ambassador but if pentax came to me and said hey we'll give you all the gear you want let you test out everything if you become a, a brand ambassador i can do that with, with, with no hesitations you know now <laughs> now if another brand came to me and said um we you can you know it gave me the same option but with some gear that i've never shot with would i do it yes but would there be a, a some sort of clause to where i would have i can mention you know it couldn't be like you have to say this is the best camera in the world you 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 uh you know you, you know like I, I couldn't lie i had to it had to be some clause in there to where i say i'm new to this brand i'm working you know it had to be like one of those things where i'm i'm you know i'm, I'm a pentex shooter well actually i won't even I, again i don't call myself a pentex shooter i shoot with pentex cameras that's that's what i've sh sh that's what i've sh you know shot with in the past that's why i shoot with currently but i've also shot with my, my mia um actually yeah pentex mamiya and i had a canon um uh, PowerShot G10, and I also my first digital SLR was a Fuji FinePix S2. So you 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 see what I'm getting at, which was really based on a Nikon. So you see what I'm getting at. Um, I'm not like a brand dude, but when I see these these you know these professional photographers that are the the the, the photographer to be that's been that's been like singing the praises of you know the big two nikon canon for years and it's like the gospel and now all of a sudden they're like you know i'm giving up this and that for sony whatever I'm, that's when i call bullshit that's when i call bullshit right that's and that's why i was on the fence about this new these new uh smaller format cameras these new you know mirrorless and all that but going with that since i've been shooting more with these you know vintage uh point and shoot, shoot cameras with my smartphone i can totally see if you especially if you travel a lot it's it's just it's uh, it's so much easier 
to to like not have so many options for one and and to and to concentrate on what matters making a picture and not and not concentrate on gimmicks not concentrate on the technology of it that i hope i'm making that you know making sense of that cause i shot more recently since i've you know since i've like started like messing around with these like smaller cameras then i've shot you know then i've definitely then i've shot on a personal level with my uh k3 now for jobs and stuff like that for gig there no i still use my 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 uh k3 i still use it so so that's what i'm saying like for personal projects it's easier to to have something that you can just whip out and, and it's totally for artistic in art you know an artistic ex expression it's not for anybody else but yourself that's what i'm saying so i can see the uh I can see in, in those situations, but I still can't see if like somebody's fucking going to, you know, some the desert. You know, they on like assignment for some company, unless part of the assignment is to is to demonstrate the abilities of these these new mirrorless cameras. I, I can't see it. Um, but again, I, I haven't shot. You know, I, I haven't used any of them, so I'm just going from a form factor standpoint. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna be doing more of that. Matter of fact, I have some plans. I want to start doing like one, one a week, like a little summary slash, uh, you know, showing some images from them, showing some scans from them, from these uh, point and shoots. I have like five or six now, and then I have a Minota that I've had. Actually, it's my wife's old camera when I met her. It was her camera, and I kind of like. <laughs> took it from her because she don't use it and you know she just had it just just to have you know because when you in the air when you in the air force you had to have like, like a little camera i had a kodak uh cameo a little kodak cameo uh little pop-up flash camera that's what i had in the military um so stay on the lookout for that and i'm not sure if i'm going to be posting them on like Flickr. or i you know i i think i'm just going to keep them on my site uh, straighttalkuncut.com or set up another little subdomain maybe uh you know gallery at straighttalkuncut.com or post them on my website tellusphoto.com or who knows but i'll let you guys know um how i'm going to be doing it and i want to set up an individual gallery for each like different camera you know, so so we can so you guys can see your see for yourself the differences and and sort of gauge, you know, because a lot of times I, I I look at there's this guy I think I talked about him he you know he has a review or if I see somebody reviewing vintage cameras and I like to look you know if they haven't done any like editing or anything like that a lot of like over editing if I like to look I'll, you know I'm 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 curious to to see. It, is it is it the film you know because there's there's still things to consider film um you, you know what, what type of film you're using and 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 if you are, are like really going for that you you know you want to shoot with the film and just get the look at the film you know you may incre increase the exposure a little bit uh do a little dodging and burning a little bit but i'm trying to keep these to just the film so you know i've been 
slowly coming up with a process to to keep uh to keep the the different films separated like which which film came out of which camera so that's that's the logistics i'm working with now building up a little workflow for that i i have these little vanilla little envelopes that i keep you know that i write the name of the camera on the front and then drop the film down and i'm not caring too much about what sort of film i use you know um because the the film i'm using now all came you know with the cameras that i bought you know, I, I haven't went out and bought any film yet, but I may end up having to buy some black and white because most of the time these cameras come with like Fuji 400, you know what I mean? Uh, which is probably the most readily available at, at like drugstores and, and, and Walmart and stuff like that. So it's not a, a huge variety of different films. I, I did get some Kodak, um, Kodak Color 800, 100 speed with one camera. And it happened to be the oldest camera that I that I own, um, so I may be you know going going on eBay and buying some expired film, some black and white, or even some some Fomapam, some some uh, like student grade film. Um, so uh, you know, cause this is is and that's the thing, man. When you get, when you shooting for yourself, you don't have to get all like be all worried about that type of stuff. You know what I mean? When you shooting for yourself, it's just like you you can stick to the basics and then and then get be creative how you want to and then let let the the, the dice just you know just roll the dice and uh and sometimes that's the best way to come out with totally unique stuff you're not worried about trying to make it look like somebody else's fucking filter <laughs> you know you you just going with the flow using what you get using what's available um you know and just and just being happy on a artistic level, and hopefully you know getting 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 it out of the digital realm, you know, because um, I am going to be digitizing it. I'm gonna sh I'm gonna show my setup for that as well. How how I've been digitizing the film. Um, you know, I decided not to buy a new scanner. I decided. Uh, is it going? I I decided not to not to buy a new scanner. I decided. Um, not to buy. I was gonna buy this software um, called, from, called ViewScan, but I decided, hey, I'm gonna get by with with digitizing it with my K3. Um, you know, for a while. So, so I'm gonna be showing that setup, and uh, and actually, it's using my old scanner. It's using the the little square light source from the transparency scanner and I, i'm going like again i'm going to show you that man I, I know i've been saying that for for a while but i had to redo uh when i when i went to soundcloud when i started using soundcloud i had to redo like a lot of stuff and that's the other thing i want to talk about soundcloud there's no way as of yet to um reorder your your uploads which is crazy that you can't reorder your uploads they just kind of go and what happened was i i, I kind of like did a batch upload but they were out of order and whichever one gets done first that's the order is going to go in so anyway that's it that's it for this this uh little short uh commute edition of straight talk uncut like i always say i don't know a lot but what i do know I try to talk straight about, this has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you next time.